Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Thrive of Peace Show, where we talk about all things living the learning lifestyle. The mission of Thrive of Peace is to create knowledge and bring a little bit more joy into the world. I am your host, Dr. Troy Roddy. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most common impediments to learning, and that is procrastination and what you can do to help deal with procrastination. But before we get into the episode today, I just want to take a few minutes to thank all the listeners out there who have been joining me on the Thrive of Peace show, and those of you who have been signing up and liking our Facebook page, that is facebook.com slash Also, uh, many more visitors to the blog, reading our articles, reading the articles that I've been writing and posting some inspiration on the blog. Uh, I'd invite you to join uh, the blog and check it out at thriveapblog.blogspot.com. Of course, you can find all of these episodes on iTunes or Google Play Music Store in the podcast stores. Uh, appreciate a subscription. And if you like what you're hearing, uh, leave a comment, a review, uh, and a rating. I'd really appreciate that. It helps get the message out and helps other people who are interested in improving their own learning lifestyle uh, find the show and benefit from our wisdom. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm happy to have more followers. That You can find me at Dr. Troy Roddy. That's at D-R-T-R-O-Y. R-O-D-D-Y. As I said earlier, today's episode is going to deal with procrastination. And I know it sounds like a joke, but I've been meaning to do a procrastination episode for a little while now. And I'm glad to finally jump into this topic, which uh, I I know is of, uh, of utmost importance to either parents of students in school who deal with procrastination or students who just can't seem to get past uh, the block that procrastination seems to seems to create in their learning path. So hopefully in this episode you will learn some tips about how to deal with procrastination so you can find that extra level of satisfaction and success in your learning experience. So we'll be back in just a few moments to jump right into our topic on procrastination. You are listening to The Thrive of Peace Show. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, and we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to the Thrive of Peace show. I am your host, Dr. Troy Roddy. And in this episode today, we're going to dive into the topic of procrastination and more specifically, uh, not what it is, even though we will talk about that a little bit, but more specifically about some things you can do to help minimize the impact of procrastination on your learning. And so uh, I think it's important to start this first uh, segment off dealing with uh, coming to grips with an understanding of what procrastination is, uh, and more specifically to that question, what the roots of procrastination are, where does it develop from? So I think we, we those of us who've been students or are currently students or are parents of students trying to help our, our children get through some of their schoolwork and their assignments, 
Uh, procrastination can be a, a huge frustration for everyone involved, both the student and the parent. And I, I think we know what it is when we see it. It's we have something to do and we put it off and we put it off and we put it off possibly to the last minute in a way that impacts the amount of focus and concentration and quality that we can put into the assignment. And if we think about our schoolwork in terms of what we've talked about in some previous episodes about what work is, and you look at that formula, that effort multiplied by time, and then you add in an element of quality to get really good, high-quality work. Well, if you procrastinate and you wait and you wait and you wait, and you cut down on the amount of time that you have, it also impacts the amount of focus you're going to have, and all of those things are, are going to affect your quality. And so procrastination is a big challenge, but it's certainly something that we can deal with. And I think it is important to start with a basic understanding of well, where does this come from. And to do that, I want to offer this, this insight, which is a, a common theme that all human beings have, and that is that we all want to maximize our pleasure, our enjoyment, while minimizing our pain and our discomfort. And typically when I see and work with students about procrastination, it, it, it usually is rooted in their perception that what they're being asked to do is painful in some way. Either it's something that is low on their priority list, is low on their enthusiasm list, and the idea of spending any significant amount of focused time on that work is it brings a sense of discomfort and unease. So, you know, I think it's important to recognize that it's a certainly a very human reaction to want to maximize our pleasure and minimize our pain, and that often the root of procrastination isn't a lack of desire to do well, because certainly everyone wants to do well, but it's probably that the pain side, that the thought of doing this work is so uncomfortable that I'm going to do whatever I can to avoid it as long as possible. So that is perfectly normal, and I think it's it's really important when we go to deal with addressing procrastination that we begin from a position that doesn't shame or embarrass the person who's struggling with it. It is perfectly normal and perfectly acceptable to want to put off doing something that you sense is uncomfortable or painful, especially if it's something that you're not particularly good at yet, right? That you haven't quite established a strong skill set in that you're confused about. You know, being asked to do schoolwork or learn something that you don't have a high opinion of your skill set on is going to make you uncomfortable and it's going to bring a sense of, you know, uh, unease, disease, actually. And that's normal. So, you know, in this first segment, I think it's important to begin with a foundation that understands that procrastination isn't an evil thing, but quite frankly, it is a natural byproduct of our human nature to avoid displeasure, to avoid pain uh, and discomfort. And so if we start there, then the steps that we can take to address that challenge, to move beyond it, become a little bit more clear and in this next segment, after a quick break, we're going to jump into some of those ways that you can address procrastination. You are listening to the Thrive of Peace show where we're talking about procrastination 
and we will be back in just a moment. Welcome, friends, back to the Thrive of Peace show, where we are talking today about procrastination. I am your host, Dr. Troy Roddy, and in this next segment, uh, we're going to touch on a little bit about how to overcome procrastination, or at least uh, what things you can do, what can you do to help minimize the negative effects of procrastination. And uh, we're going to start with some questions that certainly students ought to be able to answer about the work that they're supposed to do. And if they haven't at least thought about their answer to the following questions, uh, they will be more likely to be dealing with procrastination because of the, the there's a lack of clarity about the about the work that they need to do. And so uh, here are the questions that they certainly need to answer. And first is, what am I supposed to do? I think that is the most basic question about doing any type of schoolwork, the very specific, what am I supposed to do? Um, am I supposed to answer these questions? How many pages am I supposed to read? Um, the, the what of the assignment is really important. If you don't know what to do, it's easy to not get started because you don't even know where to begin. And so we start with that first question because it is really the most basic, and that is, what am I supposed to do? The second question that students need to be able to answer in order to avoid the negative effects of procrastination is to clearly know when is this work due? Is it due tomorrow? Is it supposed to be completed by the end of the week or the end of the month? If you don't know when or you're not clear about when you're supposed to be finished, it's hard to map out a, a time frame to get it done. And what happens is you forget, you don't know when it's due, and next thing you know, oh my goodness, it's due tomorrow, i got to hurry up and finish this thing. So if you don't know early on specifically when a project is due, it's going to make it very difficult to set a course and a plan that helps avoid the procrastination effect. Um, the third and fourth questions are related, and we talked about them in, in the most, in, I think in episode five, and that is, where am I going to do the work and when am I going to do the work? And if you haven't listened to episode five, I would strongly encourage you to go back and, and check that out uh, because we talked about these two questions in that episode. But in terms of procrastination, a child or a student who knows, at least has a sense of when am I going to do this work and where am I going to do this work, has a significant advantage in getting it done on time and with good quality than someone who has not answered those two questions. And then the fifth question uh, that students need to have a sense of an answer for is how long is it going to take to complete this work? So a student you know, who is reflective, has a sense of how fast they work or how comfortable they are with a certain piece of work, can get a pretty good estimate of how long they believe they need to spend to complete a certain assignment. So if it's something that has multiple steps, having a sense of how long each step takes will allow you to have a better answer to, well, when is this due and where am I going to do it and when am I going to do it? Because if it's going to, if you need 30 minutes to complete a certain part of an assignment, and you don't know when and where you're going to do that, it's hard to budget that 30 minutes, and then you end up um, in a situation where the work can't get done on time. So, you know, that's an important question. To have an estimated time for completion um, is really critical. And if you've done that work on the front end, 
you know, what am I supposed to do? When is it due? You know, where am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? And how long do I think I need, not what my friend might need, but how long is it going to take me to do that work? If you have an answer to those questions, you have a much better chance of not falling prey to procrastination um, before you even begin an assignment. When we get back, we're going to take a, well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to go into a couple of additional strategies that you can use to minimize the chances of procrastination getting in the way of your learning. I appreciate you listening today. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, and you are listening to the Thrive of Peace show where we are talking about procrastination, and I'll be back in just a moment. Thanks for sticking with me today, my friends. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, and you are listening to the Thrive of Peace show where in today's episode, we are talking about procrastination and how to manage it, how to make sure it doesn't get too much in the way of your learning. Um, to recap where we are so far, I think we t we've talked a little bit about where procrastination comes from and how it's normal uh, and to be a human to avoid negative things, to avoid painful experiences, and oftentimes procrastination is the result of trying to avoid something that we find uncomfortable or, or painful. And then we talked about some questions that a student or that you can use to help set yourself up to plan to deal with procrastination better. In our, in our last segment, we did that. And in this segment, we're going to jump into uh, really two quick time management slash procrastination techniques that I, I strongly encourage students uh, to follow. And the first is um, really a good time management productivity uh, item, uh, which is if it takes you less than a minute or two to finish something, do it. You know, don't wait to do something that only takes a minute or two of your time. So if you can clear as much, you know, sort of small things off the plate, so to speak, or off your to-do list as possible, then you start to feel like you have this more time and that doing something more in depth doesn't feel as, as burdensome. But if you have a bunch of little bitty assignments or a little bitty pieces of, of responsibility that are hanging on out there that you just haven't gotten around to yet, um, I would say make it a rule. If it takes less than a minute or two to complete, get it done. Don't wait till the next day. Just jump in and, and start it. That would be one suggestion that I have. Another would be um, if it's something that you're not quite comfortable with, start with a very short amount of time as your target. So, you know, even if it's something you really don't want, if it's a book you're supposed to read and you really don't like this book, but you got to finish it for school, instead of sitting down and trying to do a 30 minute session, you know, set your timer for five minutes. Give yourself a good focused five minutes. And even if at the end of five minutes, Maybe you didn't get as far as you thought you should. At least you're further along and you can celebrate that you've done five good minutes. The other thing that might happen is, you know, you start reading for five minutes and you get an end of the book and you want to know what happens next. And so you maybe you read, end up reading for six minutes or ten minutes or eight minutes or whatever it is. But give yourself five good minutes. And those five-minute intervals are going to start to add up over time. So if it takes less than a minute or two, do it. 
if it's something you really don't want to do and it, it takes you're looking at it because you just don't want to spend this much time on it, start with a very short amount of time, a small chunk of time, and at least start to chip away at it. The final strategy I would suggest is when you look at all the things you're supposed to do, let's say you get home and you've got homework to do and you've got five assignments, you know, do the hard one first. Do the assignment that's going to use the most energy first. Because if you wait and push that one off to last, which often we do when we procrastinate, we don't have the energy to focus on it and do it well. So save the easy stuff for last when you're most tired. Do the hard stuff first, you know. I think Mark Twain once said, if you have to eat a frog, you know, eat it first thing in the morning. That way you don't have to worry about eating a frog all day. It's the same basic concept. You know what takes more time. You know what's more difficult for you. You know the assignment or the work that is the least enjoyable. Get it out of the way and do those first. Save the stuff that you're really good at that uh, doesn't take up so much energy to do last. You are listening to The Thrive of Peace Show. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, and we are talking about procrastination. We're going to wrap this all up with a uh, recap of our episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'll be back in just a moment. Thank you, my friends, for joining us today on the Thrive of Peace Show. I'm Dr. Troy Roddy, where we have been talking about the topic of procrastination. In this episode, we started with uh, a brief overview of what procrastination is and really why it exists. What are the roots of why people procrastinate? And we talked about just accepting the fact that uh, procrastination doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. You know, It makes you human to want to avoid bad things or distasteful things or to not do things that bring you displeasure. Uh, and procrastination is usually the result of that emotion. So accepting that part of being human is, is naturally wanting to avoid those situations is important because, because you might fall prey to procrastination doesn't make you a bad learner. It makes you normal. And I think it's important to normalize that. But then we jumped into what can you do to help minimize the chances of procrastination uh, getting in your way or what you can do to avoid it. And we talked about some simple questions and techniques that you can use to help plan your assignment out, knowing what to do and when is it due and where and when are you going to actually do the work and how long do you think it's going to take you individually to get the job done. All of those are important questions. We also talked about how painful the assignment is, so to speak, and the idea that, uh, you know, if it's something I don't want to do, you know, how do I jump into it? And we said, well, hey, if it's something that only takes a minute or two, you know, get it done. Free that time from your schedule so you can have more time to do the things that you have to focus more on. We also talked about spending a good five minutes on something, you know, if it's something if you have a piece of work that's going to take you 20 or 30 minutes and the idea of taking 20 or 30 minutes out to do it is, is really uncomfortable, start with five minutes. Just spend five good minutes working on something and see what happens. Maybe you spend another five minutes. Uh, maybe you end up spending an hour on it. But start with a good five minutes. And then finally, you know, we talked about doing the tough stuff first. And when you have a a list of assignments and a lot of work that's being asked of you as a learner, 
especially if you're in school in a demanding program, um, it's easy to get overwhelmed by that. And I would say when you are at your most energized and you have your most focus and your ability to do good work, do the harder stuff first. Get the tough stuff out of the way so that you can uh, address the things that have become more natural, that are more energizing for you later on, especially if you are a little low on time and low on energy. You don't want that to be the moment that you have to do the thing that you really don't want to do because that's when procrastination can easily slip in and get in your way. I appreciate you listening today to the Thrive of Peace show where we've talked about procrastination. Join me on the blog, thriveofpeblog.blogspot.com. Join our Facebook page, facebook.com slash And uh, you can subscribe to these episodes on iTunes or through the Apple, I mean, excuse me, the Google Play Music Store. Uh, I'd appreciate a subscription and a rating and a review so we can help others find this good content. Finally, if you have a story to tell about your own learning experience or a question or a suggestion for a future episode, maybe you're an expert in the learning field and you'd like to join me and uh, co-host an episode, I'd be happy to hear from you. Go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is troy.roddy.phd at gmail.com. You have been listening to the Thrive of Peace show and hope you come back and join us again soon for another episode. But until then, have fun, get out there and create some more knowledge and bring more joy into the world. I'm not going to